that wonderful song Bop Bop Americano takes me to the beach in Sicily and we had always holidayed kind of from September onwards so our first summer holiday was actually only about I'd say about five years ago and I'm there you on the beach in Balistrata the height of the summer there's a great guy goes around and sells fresh coconut and he sings a song to go along with it and the next thing the loudspeakers just hit and I music started blaring out and these gorgeous kind of Baywatch type girls came from everywhere and started pulling people up off their lidos and saying come on dance everybody dance and the whole beach was standing there doing what to me kind of looked like an old fashioned line dance and they do that on the beaches in Sicily I didn't know that they kind of every half hour play a tune get everybody up and then let them go and lie down again it was brilliant Quando si fa l'amore sotto la luna, come te vengono in cave di I love you. Papà l'americano. Growing up in a bed and breakfast uh, at our family farmhouse was was a great introduction actually to um, hard work, <laughs> but it was very enjoyable. Uh, I have two brothers and a sister and we used to all have a role to play in the operations of the bed and breakfast. Growing up in a bed and breakfast, you know, you got to meet so many people. I used to always think it was wonderful because you never left your home, but it was like travelling. Because people would come to you and they were like from Japan and countries that were so exotic when you're like four and five and six years old. My mum was a very industrious person. Um, but more importantly, she was very creative. She was always thinking of new ideas. She was driven to be a business owner and driven to be a mother. Like that was just how she was. And from the minute she got up in the morning, she was thinking of new ideas to bring the tourists in. Oh, maybe I'll start walking holidays. And she did. She's always doing something. And when I was very young and even before I was born, dad always says to us about mum's turkey business. And as I was growing up, the turkey business thrived. And I I remember plucking turkeys for many years as as a very young child. And even though she passed away, um, Gosh, it's nearly 15 years ago now. Um, she passed away quite young, really. Um, and some of the things that were c- kind of weird for me, like guests came back to visit her grave the next year. And I had to take them to my mother's grave. And I found that really, really upsetting thing to do because your mother's grave is something that's personal to you. But these people obviously had a connection with her and wanted to, to say their goodbyes in some way. But doesn't that show you what kind of a person she really was? Dad ran the farm and Dad said, well, who's going to take over the B&B? So I said, I will, Dad. So I gave up my job and went back and took over the B&B and totally renovated it. Oh, my, yeah, my dad is an absolute gentleman. Um, he wouldn't, uh, he would talk to the guests, but my mum would have been up all night talking to the guests. Dad would be like a few words and how are you and enjoying your holiday? So he was more the farmer, you know, um, and again, very industrious. Um, we had a, a good dairy farm at one stage. We now specialise in lamb farming. So my dad is still the farmer and my sister's the farmer as well. Yeah, I met Claudio uh, in O'Dwyer's pub in Mount Street in Dublin. No gondola in Venice for me. And he um, he moved over to Ireland and we, we set up a home then in Dublin and then in Wicklow. Um, and he's yeah he's he's an accountant he's 
not at all involved in the business, he, although he's a great cook and we cook together as a family. Yeah, he proposed very quickly, actually. I had to think about it now at first. Or the deal was done, I mean, at um, at the Trevi Fountain in Rome. Actually, you couldn't say no there, really. Well, I, I think the best thing that's ever happened in my life is, other than, of course, meeting Claudio and getting married to him, um, but is definitely having my two children, Charlotte and Rowan. And I think they've, they, they make my life complete. And from the minute I get up in the morning till the moment I go to bed, I think about them and what I can do for them. So for me, I think it's my destiny in life was to have to have the children. Now the thing is to do like my mother did and to get them to help me in the business a little bit, which I think could be um, could be my next little move. <laughs> Whether they're willing, I don't know, but we'll have it a go. I absolutely love and loathe The Tide is High by Blondie because um, I only loathe it because I heard it so much when I was young. Um, But, you know, when you run a bed and breakfast, your summer holiday is a winter holiday. So we always used to go around Halloween time and then we'd always go to the Atlantic coast. So we'd be in Galway or Sligo or Kerry and we'd be enjoying the beautiful waves there with high winds. And I remember distinctly being in Sligo while Blondie was number one with the tide is high and we were all packed in the back of the Hillman Hunter and blaring out on the radio about every five minutes was the tide is high. And I remember my mother's only relief about the song was it stopped us fighting when it came on because we'd all start singing in the back of the car to it. And then as soon as it was over, we'd start fighting again. I have to say I'm very, very happy with the way everything has panned out for me. I never expected to um, to, re- to achieve this level of success. Um, any level of success would have kept me happy, to be honest. And um, when I took over the bed and breakfast, I just expected just to be running a bed and breakfast. Um, so to think that I've had TV series and cookbooks and everything and appeared on various TVs with various celebrities, like it's 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 unbelievable really you know like last year I was at a lunch in London and I was sitting beside the author of Fifty Shades of Grey and I'm going I can't believe I can't believe she's sitting beside me and she's talking to me we're talking about Wexford we're having a conversation and I thought like do I really deserve to be here I had that moment where you go oh my gosh like how did I get here and you may find yourself living in a shotgun shack and you may find yourself in another part of the world and you may find yourself behind the wheel of a you may find yourself in a beautiful house with a beautiful wife and you may ask yourself
So 